Hare Krishna, Vanchakalpa, Trupyascha, Kripa, Sindhupayabacha, Patitanam, Pavanabhyo, Vaishnaviva, Namo Namaha. <coughs> Welcome back to our foray into Srimad Bhagavatam, 12th Canto. We are on Chapter 3, which is entitled the Bhumi Gita, Song of the Earth. Um, she's finished her song already in this chapter, but then we go on. And uh, we're with Maharaj Parikshit, and uh, uh, and he's asked questions about the describe the different ages to me. From uh, and uh, so uh, we are we are up to text uh, in in the ch- chapter three. Uh, we're we're up to text. I. Th- think uh, 27 and what's happened is on from uh, 26 to 30 uh, Sugadev Goswami is describing to him the different yugas <coughs> in terms of the material modes uh, uh, and uh, he says in 26 the material modes of goodness passion and ignorance whose permutations you can observe in your own mind, uh, those are set into motion by the powers of time. Uh, that's what he said in 26. And now in 27, uh, he starts describing uh, Satya Yuga. So we'll start there with uh, with uh, uh, 27. <clears throat> but first we'll say, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasu Devaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasu Devaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasu Devaya Excuse me. So 27 uh, goes like this. Prabhavanti Yada Satve Mano buddhin vyanicha tadakta yugam vidyad jnane tapasiyad ruchihi. When the mind senses an intelligence, when the mind, intelligence, and senses are solidly fixed in the mode of goodness. That time should be understood as Satya Yuga, the age of truth. People then take pleasure in knowledge and austerity. Those were the days. (laughs) (laughs) Solidly fixed in the mode of goodness. Uh, um, uh, Satwe, Prabhavanti, when they are predominantly manifest, or they say solidly fixed. What three things? Manas, buddhi, indriya, the mind, the buddhi, which controls the senses, really, uh, intelligence, higher than the mind, is, is, is buddhi, which Prabhupada has described as the form direction of the supersoul. In the latest edition of Bhagavad Gita, they changed that around a little bit, but that's the way it was, and not the Bhagavad Gita, the Bhagavatam, rather. It's, it's it, it become because the dami buddhi yogam tamiyena mam upayantita. I give them the buddhi 
by which they can come to me, he says. Uh, from me comes remembrance, knowledge, and forgetfulness. Smithir jnanam apohanam. And that's buddhi. If they want to remember the, me, I give them remember. If they want to forget me, I make them forget. Uh, so this is buddhi. Krishna is the the super-soul, Krishna the super-soul, is the director of intelligence, of buddhi. And so uh, this buddhi uh, uh, is, is mentioned here, mano, buddhi, and the indriya, the, the, the senses, the uh, uh, senses of... Indriya is better than the word senses because... Uh, senses, because they're instruments, is indriya. The instruments uh, of perception by which the world comes into us and the instruments of action because the, the, the hands, the fingers, the pickers and the stealers, as Hamlet calls them, these are your, your instruments of manipulation and your instruments of speech and your instruments of walking. Those are also indriya, the karmindriya, and then there's the gyanindriya, the instruments of knowledge. Uh, so those are set and buddhi and the mind itself, uh, manas. When these are all uh, uh, fixed in uh, uh, sattva, all these three, then you should uh, understand vidyat that to be kritta yuga. Kritta is another term for satya yuga. When something's done right, it's kritta. It's done. Uh, and then, uh, and then, ruchi, uh, pleasure, taking pleasure or having a taste for something, uh, jnana and tapas, knowledge and austerity. You like them. You relish them, huh? That taste. Well, those uh, long gone. Uh, 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 Vishwanath Chakravarti says he has a little purport. Sattva means in dharma without material desires, and this is what Banu Swami uses in his translation. of Vishwanath Chakravarti says, "Let me read the <coughs> excuse me the BBT purport." The word uh, kritta means performed or executed. Thus, in the age of truth, all religious duties are duly performed. <clears throat> and people take great pleasure in spiritual knowledge and austerity. Even in Kali Yuga, those who are situated in the mode of goodness take pleasure in the cultivation of spiritual knowledge and the regulated performance of austerities. This sublime state of existence is possible for one who has conquered sex desire. That's the mode of passion, basically. Un un hankerings and longings, uncontrollable, unending, no end to them. In other words, those desires, when you fulfill them, they get stronger. <laughs> so that's, that's what passion. Uh, uh, drives you on. And the result of the mode of passion is misery, it says. 
Uh, our standard of advancement in society today is the standard of the mode of passion to acquire and get more, to satisfy the senses. Uh, uh, but the result is misery. And usually people deal with misery by then going to the mode of ignorance and taking drugs, intoxicants, or seeking out oblivion for all their suffering. Uh, that's what happens. So, but, so now we're in Satya Yuga. This is uh, what that was like back in the day. Uh, next uh, text 27 uh, is going to talk about the next yuga, just one verse for each one. Uh, uh, 28, Yada Karmasu Tada Treta Rajo Vrittir Janihi Buddhiman. The translation here, O oh, most intelligent one, that's Buddhiman, uh, uh, Buddhimat, one who has Buddhi. He's telling this to Maharaj Prikshit. He expects him to be able to tell, understand these things because he's intelligent. But do you notice when we use the word intelligent, we don't need some score on a standard IQ test or something. This is what intelligence is, buddhi. Um, a most intelligent one, when the conditioned souls are devoted to their duties, but have ulterior motives and seek personal prestige, you should understand that such a situation to be the age of treta in which the functions of passion are prominent. Uh, so this is, uh, there is no BBT purport to this. Uh, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur comments, the people of uh, treta yuga have an inclination for dharma with material desires. So there's some some of that there. They have, what's it says here, uh, they, uh, their uh, karmasu kamyesu, where they, they have bhakti, uh, uh, but it's based on some selfish desire and their, their duties are done like that. There's a, there's something there. They want something. What is it they want? Yashasi. Uh, <clears throat> this is translated here as honor. Yashasha. It's one of Krishna's qualities. Yashasha. Uh, usually translated as uh, beauty or glory or fame or honor. These are the translations of Yashas. 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 Beautiful appearance, beauty, splendor, honor, glory, fame, renown. Oh, yes, Shashriha. All fame, that's why Prabhupada translates that when it's that list of his, his characteristics of Bhagavan, the Bhagas, the good things that he has. One of them is this fame, and that's this word, Yashas. Uh, <clears throat> so you want to be an object of honor. Uh, uh, for, 
for real things. I mean, it's 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 uh, it's it's not like you got a PR guy that's saying you do all these things and you don't. You do them, but you want people to recognize it. <laughs> You're not quite there where you can just leave, you don't care whether they know or not, if it's right, you do it. You want some, uh, uh, to be a person of respectability. Uh, that's what you, you like. So that's the little uh, inclination, uh, he says. Uh, it's the uh, dharma with material desires. Uh, so that's... So there's a little uh, uh, mode of passion starting to uh, to get in there. Uh, Raja Vittihi, uh, th this age is the age of mode of passion. I mean, that really is the mode of passion when it's just there with some goodness and not so much contaminated by ignorance. Uh, it's not so bad. You get things done anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and help others out. So that's that's what Treta uh, Yuga is like. And the the Yuga Dharma, uh, where you get things done, is sacrifice. Very precise, uh, and Vedic sacrifices uh, are meant to. Uh, do things to the world. They're more like science. Because you, 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 people translate sacrifice today as a religious performance because it's done by priests, and, you know. But actually, if you see, that's why Sanskrit, the pronunciation is exact. Uh, for sacrifice, you have what now they recognize as a science of astronomy because the kala, the time, has to be done. It's a whole culture of technique and precision, Vedic sacrifice. And it works. You get what you want. And that's why you have Sanskrit language so precisely, uh, uh, you know, where the, the, the actual signs on the page uh, correspond to actual sounds. It's not like English. Where you know the 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 uh, the letter the symbol A can represent some twenty different sounds depending you know they have a one-to-one -one relationship between the sign and the sound it represents is precise. Uh, 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 also, another thing that we would recognize as a science is geometry because they had your time had to be right and. The, the, the sacrificial altar had to be built in a certain way, and so it was also very precise. You had one priest, the Brahmana, who the other priest chanted mantras and did things. That person just listened to make sure there was no mistake. And if there was a mistake, you have to start over again. So it's more like today's science than like today's religion because of this, this technique. Uh, and things worked. They knew how to get in there and with that sacrifice actually get things done, make demons and, you know, all the whatever. They could do that. Uh, so now the next uh, ages down, 
29 Yadalobas to Santo Show Mano Dumbo Tamatsaraha Karmanam Chapikam Yam Nam Kam Yanam Dwaparam Tad Rajas Tamaha When greed, dissatisfaction, false pride, hypocrisy, and envy become prominent, along with attraction for selfish activities, such a time as the age of Dwarpara, dominated by the mixed modes of passion and ignorance. The Yuga Dharma is different. It's uh, uh, puja, deity worship, uh, and temple worship. so then these things, lobha, people are becoming more greedy. Ansatosha, they're not satisfied with their position. Mana is, is pride. They call it false pride, but it is pride. <laughs> Dumba. Uh, Dumba yajna, they perform sacrifice in name only. Hypocrisy or, or pride. Uh, uh, well, they, mana is pride here, so Dumba is bluffing. Uh, uh, matsara, envy, uh, uh, when these become uh, prominent, and then there's the attraction for uh, kamyanam, selfish activities, karmanam apikamyanam, then you know in Dwarpara where there's now uh, Rajas and Tamas are there. Uh, Banu Swami uh, translates this when there's a fondness for dharma uh, with material motives and also for adharma such a time as the age of Dwarpara dominated by the mixed modes of passion and ignorance uh, Uh, At that time, uh, greedy, greed, dissatisfaction, false pride, cheating, and envy become prominent. He's following Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur. There's no BBT purport here, but Vishnu Chakravarti says in his purport, Karmanam Kamyanam. Remember seeing that? Let's see. Uh, beginning of the uh, fourth line or second line, karmanam chapikamyanam. He says, uh, karmanam kamyanam means, quote, in dharma with material motives. So you're doing dharma, but it's not pure. The word cha, because karmanam cha api kamyanam, that word cha indicates they also have a fondness for adharma. <laughs> when there is fondness for dharma with material motives and also for adharma, then know that to be Dwarpa Yuga with the prominence of Rajas and Tamas. In that age, greed and other qualities uh, appear. So that's that understanding is quite precise with the understanding of these words and that this cha indicates 
uh, a dharma. Uh, also, and something else, well, it's the opposite. Then, uh, now we come to our own beloved age. Yada mayanritam tandra nidra himsa vishadanam shokamohau bhayam dainyam sakalis tamasasmitaha. When there is a predominance of cheating, lying, sloth, sleepiness, violence, depression, lamentation, bewilderment, fear, and poverty, that age is Kali, the age of the modes of ignorance. So it says, yada, when, and then maya, which is here in the word-for-word deceit or uh, cheating, anrittam, one meaning, one word for truth is ritta, uh, such as also ritta, so anrittam, which is translated here as false speech or lying. <laughs> uh, of course, it's worth when you lie under oath, but, you know. Then tundra, uh, sloth, that's laziness. Nidra, uh, sleep and intoxication, and word for word, both of these things. Um, downers. <laughs> Himsa, violence. Uh, vishada, vishadanam. Vishada is depression. Shoka, lamentation. Uh, they do it as a, as a compound here. Shoka moha and delusion. Bayam, fear, dhanya, poverty. So that is Kali. Uh, uh, Banu Swami translates, uh, when people favor only acts of adharma. So that's, that's what's being uh, favored here. Uh, Uh, when these things are uh, there, when people uh, favor only acts of adharma, then it is known as kali, with the predominance of ignorance. At that time, there are uh, uh, cheating, lying, laziness, sleepiness, violence, depression, lamentation, bewilderment, fear, and uh, poverty. So he just puts it that way when people favor only acts of adharma. That's got the votes. And uh, the BBT has a little purport here. In Kali Yuga, people are almost exclusively devoted to gross materialism with hardly any affinity for self-realization. So that's our age. Different dates are there for the beginning, but at around 3,112 BC, something like that, that's when Kali uh, 
begin. Uh, so this is the worst age. One of the th things in history that coincides is the invention of writing. And I say we have to deprogram ourselves with the myth of progress. We think nothing was going on until what we see as the age for the historical age, where then there's written history surviving, a written record surviving. Uh, that we see as now uh, progress, but it's Kali. As people have, I've been reading about this for a long time, but it's finally come to people's attention with this lidar detection that that there are cities in uh, Central America uh, bigger than New York City back about the same time, uh, uh, around 3000 BC. Big, big cities. And you don't see any writing. Well, it's only for stupid people who can't remember, you know. But anyway, that's, uh, uh, we don't have that history because they didn't write it down. So anyway, that's, that's this. Uh, now, uh, we get a further, uh, starting with 31 through 44, we're giving now a further, more detailed descriptions of Kali Yuga. Uh, having just summarized each one like that. Uh, now, uh, and um, here what happens is uh, there's a purport to 31, uh, which uh, Vishnu uh, Chakravarti basically uh, introduces this group. He says, now the faults of Kali are described. He says, Tasmat, in the next verse, 31, Tasmat, Kshudra, Drisho, Tasmat, because of Kali. Uh, but that's, that's what's going now. We're going to get this uh, long description of, of uh, 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 Kali Yuga. With starting with 31 Tasmat Shudra Drisho Martya Shudra Bhagya Mahashana Kamano Vithinascha Swaranyascha Striosati. So the, the translation here is. Um, because of the bad qualities of the age of Kali, human beings will become short-sighted, unfortunate, gluttonous, lustful, and poverty-stricken. The women, becoming unchaste, will freely wander from one man to the next. Uh, so this is Tasmat, due to these age, unfortunate age of Kali. Kshudra, not Shudra, but Kshudra, Kshudra Drisha, uh, uh, which is translated here as short-sighted. The, the word Kshudra means uh, 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 tiny, little bit, 
small, trifling, little, or mean, low, and vile. Uh, 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 it's like a little, some little thing, kshudra drisha. Drisha means vision. So I don't know if it means actually your, your physical vision is short-sighted, because sometimes people who have a nearsighted are called short-sighted. You can see things close, but far away you, uh, you can't see. Uh, 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 that's nearsighted or farsighted is different. Uh, uh, or whether they mean they don't look very far around them, you know, they just pay attention to, to what's in front of them and uh, uh, don't plan for the future, uh, don't think of the consequences of their action. That's another way of uh, being short-sighted, another idea. Uh, so I'm not sure how it's meant, and they don't explain it here. Uh, <clears throat> whether, whether the literal vision or your vision in the sense of your sense of things. Uh, the people who are uh, mortals, marches, human beings. Kshudra, uh, 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 bhagya, unfortunate. They have little bit of bhagya. Bhagya is good fortune, so very little good of good luck. It's just unfortunate. It means you have bad luck all the time. Things don't turn out the way you want them to. Uh, maha asana. They eat too much. Big eaters. Uh, what do they say? Gluttony. Uh, big eaters. Excessive in their eating habits. Kaminaha, uh, full of, full of uh, lust, lustful. Vitahina, no money. Of course, we love that paper we carry around with us sometimes, but it was just a piece of plastic, and in any minute, it's worthless. <laughs> it wouldn't take much. <laughs> it's all based on... Uh, <laughs> so even what you think is money, it turns out it can vanish like bitcoins going up and down. And, you know, your you fortune is wiped out because it was, the whole thing was imaginary to begin with. <laughs> and, and then it says, Swarinyas... Uh, 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 and they say, three of the women, asati, unchaste, and here they say, independent in their social uh, dealings. Uh, Swaran uh, uh, means in Sanskrit, according to the dictionary, going where one likes, free, independent, unrestrained, just what everybody wants, right? Especially said of unchaste women. <laughs> so, but here they also say stria. <laughs> so you know. Uh, uh, so these are the faults of, uh, of Kali. And here. Um, what tech? Yeah, they have a purport here in the BBT. In the age of Kali, certain pseudo-intellectuals 
seeking individual freedom, support sexual promiscuity. In fact, identification of the self with the body and the pursuit of individual freedom in the body rather than in the soul are, the, are signs of the most dismal ignorance and slavery to lust. When women are unchaste, many children are born out of wedlock as products of lust. Uh, these children grow up in psychologically unfavorable circumstances and a neurotic, ignorant society arises, symptoms of this are already manifested, manifest throughout the world. They say, uh, we are told by, by Srila Prabhupada, that the consciousness of the parents at the time of conception affects the qualities of the child that are being born. And that's why there's this Garbhadadhana samskara, that conception is actually a samskara, that you do the right way. Uh, it has an effect on the nature of the child that's con conceived. Um, uh, so it's the, the so these are the accidental byproducts of lust. You didn't really want the children anyway, but oop, you made a mistake. You forgot something, and now there's a baby. And if we do no kill it in the womb, we'll just you know anyway. Uh, unwanted population problem calls it. So anyway, that's the... Uh, oh, we'll get more of this later. And uh, text uh, 32. And now with text 32, uh, the, uh, the BBT uh, indulges its, themselves in a long uh, description of things. Tashukrita uh, Jana Pada Veda Padashanda Dushitaha Rajanas Chapraja Baksha Shishnodara Paradvijaha. The translation is Cities will be dominated by thieves. The Vedas will be contaminated by speculative interpretations of atheists. Uh, political leaders will virtually consume the citizens. And the so-called priests and intellectuals will be devotees of their bellies and genitals. Uh, so it says the... Uh, uh, the word uh, dashu uh, is uh, a thief. Utkritstad, uh, predominated by thieves. And they say here this janapada, janapada, excuse me. Janapada, um, yeah, that's a little, uh, a little weirdly done because... Uh, uh, Yeah, I looked up the word. They dis de they they describe it as cities, but it just means uh, janapada is uh, a community, nation, people, even as opposed to the sovereign, the ruler, the people, or inhabited country. 
So it's just any place that's fairly thickly settled, not necessarily Manhattan, uh, uh, I think. Uh, but this is the term that's used, this Janapada, the populated places in the world for word, which is sort of more uh, like the meaning of the, uh, of, of the term. Uh, Veda Pashanda, Pashanda, uh, yeah, the, the uh, atheists, uh, 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 contaminated Dushita by these Pashandas. Uh, Rajanaha, the leaders, uh, uh, will uh, Prajabaksha eat up the people? <laughs> really, Bakshi <laughs> gobble them down, and uh, the Dwija, the the uh, uh, so-called priests and intellectuals, but it's the word is Dwija, the twice-born. The, uh, 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 Pura, dedicated to, devoted to, Shishna Udara, the genitals and the bellies. That's the characteristic of uh, Kali Yuga. The, the way Banuswami translates it, cities will be dominated by thieves. The Vedas will be contaminated by speculative interpretations of atheists. Political leaders will consume the citizens and the brahmanas, he just says brahmanas, the dvija, will be interested in eating and sex life. But originally the clergy and the teachers were all, that was, that's the brahminical activity. Uh, advisors to the king. There's a reason why the prime minister is called a minister, because originally that was advisors to the king, and that was the brahminical guy. But Anyway. Uh, so here's a, a purport with the BBT. Many large cities are unsafe at night. Small ones too, actually. For example, it is understood. I, the story I heard is when 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 uh, and his team were writing these purports, they gave very short ones, and then the BBT publishers wanted to, you know, give us a little more. Uh, something juicy, so they got back and uh, you know have these long diatribes now, uh, mentioning Central Park. There were several famous interests in, at the time in Central Park. People were getting beat up there and and raped there and so on. I think Central Park now is okay, pretty much, but other places. <laughs> uh, Long Island is worse. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, no sane person will walk in New York Central Park at night because he knows he will almost certainly be mugged. Ripped from the headlines of the 1980s. <laughs> Apart from ordinary thieves who abound in this age, Large cities are filled with cutthroat businessmen who enthusiastically convince people to purchase and consume 
useless or even harmful products. That's going on now. Uh It has been well documented that beef, tobacco, liquor, and many other modern products destroy one's physical health, what to speak of mental health, and yet modern capitalists do not hesitate to use every psychological trick in the book to convince people to consume these things. Modern cities are full of mental and atmospheric pollution, and even ordinary citizens are finding them unbearable. This verse also points out that the teaching of the Vedic scriptures will be distorted in this age. Great universities teach courses on Hinduism, in which Indian religion, despite limitless evidence to the contrary, is described as polytheistic and leading to an impersonal salvation. In fact, all Vedic literature is a unified whole, as stated by Lord Krishna himself in Bhagavad Gita 1515, By all the Vedas I, Krishna, am to be known. All Vedic literature is meant for enlightening us about the supreme personal absolute truth, Vishnu or Krishna. Although known by many names and appearing in many forms, God is a single absolute entity and he is a person. But this true Vedic understanding is hidden in the Kali Yuga. In this verse, Shukadev Goswami astutely observes that political leaders will virtually consume the citizens and the so-called priests and intellectuals will be devotees of their bellies and genitals. How sadly true this statement is. Okay, That's text number. Do I have time for one more? Maybe not, huh? There's a lot of purports to the next one. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, comment. <laughs> Uh, so we'll have we'll have to stop there, I guess, and pick it up with text thirty-three, where you find out how bad the brahmacharis are, <laughs> so-called brahmacharis, the so-called so-called brahmacharis. <laughs> uh, anyway. And old people playing golf. Anyway, we'll pick it up. <laughs> Text number 33. Let me mark that off. Everyone's too depressed to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Could be uh, something that have some fun speculation upon, <laughs> but but I remember Sadapuda. I, I heard a long time ago in, in Boston. He he mentioned that um, he he speculated and had some pretty good reasoning for this. And I don't know if you know more about this, but that that Ravana's king, the Sri Lanka and the remnants uh, the remnants of Ravana's kingdom is actually in Central or South America. Yeah. 
and that what we take for the I always get these confused, but the Mayan or Incan or one of them civilizations mm -hmm. is actually sort of leftovers from yeah, from that, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard too. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I even heard it attributed to Prabhupada, but oh, I okay. didn't hear him say uh, no, that that was actually where it was. Mm -hmm. And now we say it's Lanka, or some people have said there's a way to go from from Sri Lanka Ceylon uh, there, mm -hmm. but that's. Uh, yeah, it's definitely there. I, I read a book called um, uh, uh, 1491 or 90, yeah. Uh, and uh, even that, and that book was like 10 years old. Just all the evidence that the, the Amazon jungle, uh, there's a lot of evidence, was actually originally a garden. Uh, you can see the remnants of flood control, water control, uh, fertilizing the soil, the way plants were a place next to each other, and so on, that it's not a jungle. It was originally, it's gone to seed now. It hasn't been maintained, but people were really, really good at resource management. And uh, so the idea that, that, you know, well, you saw what happened now. Uh, at least Central America, where there are huge urban developments like that, and uh, uh, and uh, yeah. So comment on that because it's we typically think of cities as a result of the industrial age yeah. and things that really don't work within you know environmentally friendly. There's very not environmentally friendly, um, but apparently there is a way to do it. <laughs> Yeah, if you have an urban population that's doing something other than growing food, there has to be somewhere that food is being brought into the city, or you know how to grow it in the city. But you can do that too quite a bit if you put your mind to it. But, uh, yeah. No, we don't really know what happened. You know, I wonder what the occupation of people were living in, in cities if there was an if it wasn't an industrial age, like what? Yeah, what, what did were they, they do? doing? Mm -hmm. I guess you could look at Rome and yeah. Print, yeah. Priests, Priests. <laughs> <laughs> entertainment. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Okay, we do, we have a question by phone coming in from New Zealand. Okay, you're unmuted. Go ahead. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. We're calling from New Zealand. Nice for you to join us by phone. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, going Hare Krishna. Can you hear me? Uh, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Yes, from the Varnashram system that we have been studying and um, um, keeping in trend with the technology. Um, I was planning to do a master's but I don't know how um, conducive it's going to be. I needed your opinion and it, you know, blessings for this, uh, Gurudev. I don't, I don't understand. She's doing a master's program. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know how conducive it is for, 
towards what we're talking about here? I don't know if it's relevant at all. It may be a way to make a living. <laughs> uh, you know, Prabhupada d didn't think of scientists as brahmanas. He thought of them as shudras. <laughs> like all technology is, is, is like fairly sophisticated shudra work. Because they, 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 they are making things. That, that was his opinion, you know. Brahmanas don't touch any. Or even in physics, like people like Einstein, like, like the top people, they never did an experiment. It was all thought experiments, you know. They didn't, they didn't need to sit down, you know, with a hammer and chisel and make things work and wire things together and make bombs go off. Somebody else could do that, but they could just like do the ideas. So that idea is still there, you know, <laughs> from, from this. So I don't know if it's relevant uh, now. Uh, we just have to judge in our own particular circumstance whether doing something is favorable or unfavorable to our Krishna consciousness. And, uh, and so, you know, some honest occupation that's not ghastly. <laughs> Is okay. <laughs> That's all I can say. You know. But but most material science is is not is is not brahminical work. Yeah, so it's a bit of a contradiction. And I'm studying bhakti shastri to receive my brahminical initiation, and at the other end um, to make a living. You know. If I study this course, so I was in a bit of a dilemma. I don't. Th I. Th I. Th I th think sometimes, you know, we're living under something under emergency conditions. So to make a living, you you know you you should accept the things that are favorable for your Krishna consciousness, but but it shouldn't be something that's so horrible that your mind is so disturbed. You know that 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 you you can't take some you know time to to actually get yourself in a state of mind through chanting and other things where you you can actually see the modes of passion and the modes of ignorance go down. If you're in some some profession which requires the mode of passion to be useful, then maybe you didn't want it, wouldn't want to do it. You know that that's all I can say, uh, or that would or the mode of the motive, or the even worse the mode of ignorance. You know you wouldn't you wouldn't want to do it. Uh, so you just have to judge about your own circumstances. We could talk about that some other time if you want to, if you have some particular questions about it. Okay. So then we pick up uh, next week with text number 33. And thank you very much, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai.